0: 18 plus.
1: Hello and welcome to another edition of Video Games to the Max, number 290, if we're counting numbers here. I am your host, Sean Garmer, here with me as always, Mr. Mark Morrison. Howdy. And well, this wasn't like, I'd say, the biggest news week um, that we've had in a while, but we still have plenty of things to talk about and some video games too, so check back with us in about 30 seconds.
2: Hi, this is Natalie Lander voice of Kinsey, Tara Brantford, Stargirl, and many others, you are listening to a W2Mnet podcast. You can visit W2Mnet.com for other podcasts about entertainment, video games, sports, and wrestling. You are listening to Video Games to the Max.
1: Alright, so, Mark, I think the uh, biggest thing, maybe not the most recent thing we're talking about, technically now it's like a week and a half old, but probably still the biggest game that's come out recently. You have now spent some time with it, Mark. How do you feel about that Metroid Dread?
0: Solid. Yeah, I like it's it. Just
1: uh, just solid.
0: Well, it's very hmm. I mean, it's very much like Super Metroid to an extent. Uh, I mean, it looks obviously nicer. I would say my biggest problem is kind of, I like the one, I like Metroid Fusion, because that was a game that had like six different levels, like six different environments, and the game told you specifically where to go next, or like what to do next. People didn't like that, or like most Metroid fans didn't like that. I right. did, because if you're going around some of these environments, or if you stop playing the game for a day or two and then you go back to it you're like what what the hell was was I doing or where was i going next you know um this game does have kind of a, a you can talk to like a uh, your ship basically and it will tell you kind of where to go but like you think about you play Shadow Complex right way back in the day <clears throat> no well that game like it it literally had a blue out like a blue line in the map going hey this is where you need to go next right you can you can explore if you want to in fact, we recommend it but this is like the next thing Dread does not have that. It is a tad unfortunate, like, because, like, there are areas where you just get, like, stuck, or, like, I have no idea where to go. That happened to me, like, at least, like, two or three times, and it's like, I'm, like, I got this, I got this new ability, but I'm not sure what to do with it. Or, like, I've explored all the main things I I think I can do, but I'm not sure what to do next. But other than that, it's really good. The combat's fun. Those Emi fights are kind of annoying, but, I mean, you can just kind of brute force them. Yeah, I, I enjoy it quite a bit. Like it's a nice return to form to Metroid because we haven't had another one, we haven't had one since twenty almost twenty years.
1: So do you feel like the Emmy fights like add something that
0: they're definitely mm-hmm. different because yeah you go into like this basically like an Emmy environment or like a section of the level and this thing is like stalking you or you're trying to like hide away from it. Uh, you can cloak yourself, but if it's easy doing this, it doesn't actually work. Uh, and if it catches you, like, it'll grab you and you have, like, one, one chance to, like, get out of it. But it's a little, it's pretty finicky, so it doesn't work most of the time. But, like, if you die, you just respawn, like, right have the room. So, yeah, you can kind of just keep doing it over and over until you eventually, you know, crack it and then can move on. <laughs> and there's only seven of them. Like, I've, I haven't beaten the game, yet, but I think I've faced at least five of them. Like, I beat five or six. <laughs> okay. Like, I'm, if I wanted to finish the game, I could do it within, within, like, an hour or so. Like, I'm very close to the end, I think. But uh, the regular boss fights are are more interesting. Like they're pretty good.
1: So, is there any um, any like returning? Do you say like boss like, fights, or are they all oh, well, kind of? Oh uh, well, Kratos
0: is... back. Kratos is like, the big one. He's like the really big thing that you face in like Super Metroid. Although you face he's slightly different in this one. He's like more upgraded. I think that's about it. Actually, I don't think uh, the other thing is back. The big oh, the other like the big uh, space pirate guy.
1: How do you feel about like? Are there any like powers that are different than say some of the? So
0: they kind of simplified things a little. Um, you have like a see so you only have missiles. I mean, you get super missiles kind of, but they're basically just an upgrade to the missiles. Like you only switch between like your regular shot and missile, and you have like a grapple beam, but it's it's a little it's okay, but it, it just kind of equipped to a different button, and I mean it's used more for like pulling boxes around and pull you know than actually grappling blocks. You get some abilities, like, you get, like, you get the cloak, and you get this, like, sonar radar thing that, like, reveals hidden blocks. It's, like, a replacement for the X-Ray Scope and Super Metroid. And they both basically take energy, and that recharges after, like, a, after a few seconds of not using it. But that's, like, the new I would say, like, the newest mechanic. You have the, you have the regular stuff, like a speed booster. Uh, you get, like, this weird double jump that's not effective at all or very limited. But, yeah, that's about it. Well, that's
1: kind of distressing. I'm always a big double jump. Fanning games so
0: well i the timing is very weird and you cannot you can't like use it from a standing position you have to like be turning arc or like spinning in the air for you like use it again and when you first get it you're underwater and it's like oh you can't use it you don't have the gravity suit so, so you're slow underwater and it's like oh you can't use it past your initial jump height and it asks you to do this like double jump on this platform that like i was at it for five minutes and i even looked, looked it up on a video i'm like am i supposed to actually make this or I have nowhere else to go, and it was like, oh yeah, you just got to hold, like you just got to jump and like wait a few seconds to do it to do it again. I'm like, oh okay. All right.
2: I mean,
1: anything else about the game that you?
0: Uh, I mean, it's fine. My Switch game of the year, but at the moment I'm I paused it because I had to finish up Lost Judgment, and now I'm doing something else. But I'm gonna get back to it soon. Like I said, I'm like an hour hour two away from finishing it. I think. Uh, it's also interesting because like the game, most Metroid games you start off at like the uh, like the outer of the planet, like the planet crust, and you go deep into it. this game start inside the planet, and you're, like the whole point is to get outside of your ship,
1: oh, okay, so it's a little uh, bit different than,
0: yeah, and I will say it is slightly weird in the game that Samus doesn't talk at all. She has like one sequence where she talks in like the chozo language as like some alien language that's it right and it's not that like she should be talking all the time like that would be dumb also but she has like it, it just makes it seem really strange when she's like talking to the computer and like she doesn't say anything
2: <laughs> yeah
0: but it is I mean it is very much an old it is like an old classic style Metroid game so if you like those old games you'll like this one for sure the uh, the only the biggest difference is by that uh, melee attack thing like the counter system. Yeah, because most enemies, when they attack you, they kind of flash yellow before they attack you, and that's like you've signed it to, to melee them real quick, and like you counter their you counter their attack, and then you can like one shot anything once you do that.
1: All oh, right, I mean at least there's some progression there. I mean, and then so... you get like a
0: whole bunch of uh, energy and missiles from doing that, so which is good because Samus like is pretty fragile in the game, or at least in this one. Like you don't like Super Metroid you, at, at at a certain point you can get like twelve energy tanks or so, you know, even like reserve tanks too. In this game, I've got, like, five, and that's about it. Maybe six. <laughs>
1: oh, okay. Yeah, so they don't give you a lot to...
0: And, yeah, you're traveling between different like different environments in the planet and, like, double backing and, you know, backtracking once you get, like, oh, I got the charge beam or I got the bomb for the ball and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's a Metroid game.
1: Eh, well, there. I mean, so how do you feel like it, um, it looks, you know, compared to, I mean, a lot of People make a, I mean, obviously, you don't have the OLED to be able to really.
0: Oh, well, I'm not you know, talking about. Unlike what Kotaku suggests, I'm not pirating it, which is nice. Um, yeah.
1: No, it looks. Which good. they're now getting their their subs sued by Nintendo for that.
0: Oh, fun! So. I didn't see that, but that's probably a good idea. <laughs> uh, or
1: well, at it, least Nintendo's like going after them, making them kind of
0: feel the heat. That's justifiable. Yeah. <laughs> uh it looks fine. Like it's not like the most technical powerhouse in the in the world, and obviously, like. It's a, it's very, and I don't want to say it negatively, but it's more limited in scale than like, you know, uh, Mario Odyssey or Zelda Breath of the Wild, because yeah. it's a 2D game. Right, exactly. Or primarily. But yeah, it looks really nice. And like the background is, or backgrounds are really like, stuff's going on, and all the environments are very different. And yeah. Like the frame rate holds up fine, I think. You, this is where you and I would might differ. I don't care about like four K. Like the game wouldn't look that much like, better with that, you know.
1: Well, yeah, but it's not made for that either. You know, right. can't do that. Like that was the thing. It's like you pretty much played it on the TV, right?
0: Yeah. No, I
1: no thoughts on it. Hand-held I imagine anything. it
0: wouldn't be great with on on handheld, uh especially when you're like trying like. Figure out or do like certain maneuvers or stuff like that. Like I'm playing it with a the switch joy pad, you know the the good controller, the pro controller, right? And doing some moves even on that thing are hard. So I can only imagine how much harder it would be with the, with the Joy Cons. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: like, did you, so, like did you have any moments where you like got stuck
0: or? Like I said, mm-hmm. there are moments where like you just hit a wall where you like, I don't know where to right. go next, and, right? Usually you can just do that like solve it by like blasting apart the wall or black, you know, blasting apart some ceiling or floor or something like that. But like it's it's hard in that respect. It's like one of the old style Metroid games, you know, like Super Metroid. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's I mean that was that's clearly their uh inspiration, at least to a large extent. And yeah, I'm sure they could have added like, you know, a guideline that like uh, Shadow Complex had or, you know, something like that, but they didn't want to,
1: but yeah, but like you said, they didn't. A lot of people didn't like that. From
0: right, yeah, fusion, yeah, Metroid Fusion. So, I mean, Even they could they...
1: have added that as an option.
0: Yeah, or yeah, that. or like their kids mode, or like he's not. Well, I, was, I hesitate to said as say easy mode, but it would have been nice.
1: Yeah, I mean, it does help when you like just you know trying to play through it and all that. So yeah. Uh anything else you wanna?
0: Yeah. No, no, I'm not about that game. I have other games to have been. To, I've been playing now.
1: Yes, go ahead. Um, um, I know you have been playing yeah, that Alan Wake Remaster.
0: Yeah, I only hit chapter two so far. Uh, yo, it's Alan Wake. <laughs> like, it <it's, laughs> it feels slightly weird to play it on a PS5 controller, uh,
2: compared right, to like
0: the, the 360 one I you know I used to play on. Um, the one I don't want to say this is a negative, but it would have been nice if this was like. Because this is Alan Wake Remastered, I think that's what they're calling it. And it would have been nice if it was a more of a collection. Because there's a lot of, like, ancillary Alan Wake crap that could have included in this game but they didn't. Like, American Nightmare. <laughs>
1: yeah, or, I agree with that. I mean, or, maybe that's... They didn't want to... They wanted to keep it a budget price. So if you add all that stuff, then you will have to charge fifty few dollars.
2: I mean, and-
0: yeah, but Alan Wake, American Nightmare, I mean, that's such a even if it was, like, five or ten bucks more, it would have been, I think, worth it, because you would have gotten, yeah. the, you know, the whole experience. Or there's, like, a... I think this is an Alan Wake prequel, like, web show. Um, yeah. This was, like, from, like, ten years ago when Alan Wake first came out. Right. it's like, put that in the game. Or, you know, you probably own that, or whoever does, you know, doesn't care anymore. Like,
1: I mean, uh, like Microsoft perhaps owns that, or not Remedy.
0: Or I don't think they mean. do. Like, that's the yeah. weird thing. I think someone else does. Um... But yeah, Make's still cool. Uh, you know, I actually see this is weird. I actually think it's kind of a negative they took out the product placement because it makes the game seem like more artificial now. Oh, okay,
1: I see what you mean. Yeah, like the, the it doesn't battery. feel as
0: yeah. yeah or like the Ford Focus, you know, or the whatever car it was, or you know, stuff like that. Like, like I, I mean, it, it was kind of gross, but it also added a certain amount of realism to like the original game. But yeah, it it's still good. It still looks really nice, even, for, you know, it's an old game now, and they didn't, I mean, I'll admit they didn't do much to it, I don't think, but it seems a lot easier now, though. I mean, it you're also know.
1: remastering a 360 game, not a, you know, that's a uh, lot harder for them oh, yeah. to uh, remaster. Well, like,
0: they, they, they're remastering a 360 game, but they also did some work on it, like, four or five years ago when they brought it to PC, because right. I think with that one, they, they used the American Nightmare engine. Cause that was like better at better uh so i think they're just like using that version probably yeah um but yeah still good i don't think i'll finish it for the review i don't mean i really don't need to yeah but uh yeah it holds up pretty well like if you want like a good atmospheric shooter and like it, it, it feels like slightly clunky but it's just but it, it's you know it's of its time you know
1: yeah i mean they're, they're not gonna they're, they didn't change the game it's remastered so it's the same right. game. looks nicer so, yeah. you know, if you had quirks about that game when it came out on 360, you're going to have the same quirks. Oh, if yeah. You, if you loved it on 360, now you can play it again in a, and it looks nicer. Uh, so, I mean, not a lot to complain about. And they kept it at, again, how many remasters and remakes come out now and they charge you the full price. The fact that they charged a budget price for this is actually uh, pretty decent
2: yeah.
0: uh, for them. So, yep. Because I think when it launched on PC, it was like 30 bucks too.
1: Yeah. I anyway, mean, they could have easily added like a $10 tax on it to go like, well, this is on series X PS5. And, uh, you know, so we gotta, we gotta charge you a little bit. And I wonder if there will be a Switch tax. It's been rated for Switch twice now. So yeah. We'll see, uh, it, you know, whenever it does wind up going there, which that's just really weird. You know, it's one thing to like say, okay, well, it's, it's going to PS5 now, but it's like to see that game on Switch, even though obviously to be able to, to run if, you know, well, I don't, oh, yeah. I don't know how much remastering they're doing to the Switch version because it's probably not going to be running I, as well.
0: But yeah, I imagine it'll tone down like certain graphical effects or you know stuff like that. But I'm sure it can run fine or good enough. You know?
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Um, the last game I'm playing is Lost Judgment. Uh, I finally gotten gotten deep into that. Uh, that game's weird. <laughs> like, well, so the first one wasn't weird. No, the first okay. one was like. Very much a, like, persona, uh, a, uh, Yakuza game with just, like, some dumb, like, detect, private detective BS, like, clommed onto it. This game, they added persona to it. Like, they, like, they added, like, the school to persona, basically, in this game. You even have, like, social stats. Oh, like, wow. Instead of, like, knowledge and charm that, like, Persona 5 has, you have, like, uh, appeal and, like, guts. I think that was in Persona 5 also. But, like, yeah, you have, like, appeal and other stuff. Or you know other like three other stats as well, and I said, this is strange. And you can only you can only level them up in the school activities. So the whole crux of the like this the main story of the game, which is you're trying to and as with every one of these games, you're trying to uncover it what seems like a simple crime that soon spirals out to complete nonsense. That yeah. like you discover half the country half the Japanese leaders are corrupt or something like that, <laughs> um, but in this game you get like roped into being an outside advisor to like the mystery research club just like so goofy on its face that i kind of disliked it (laughs) uh and then just the
1: name already makes it sound like it's it's funny
0: yeah it's It's, like it's it's like the running around in the mystery machine with scooby-doo you know Um, (laughs) i
2: love that
0: but like the 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 student running it she's like she basically tasks you with an, with like investigating and joining all these other school clubs. That yeah, you're like you're like supposed to join them all and find out like if they're dirty or not. So like, yeah, you join like the dancing club and the dancing club. uh the minigame mini game is basically the karaoke mini game from Yakuza. Right. But they don't want to use uh, karaoke because they don't want to have that guy singing. Um. So he's dancing instead. Or. <laughs> Like, esports, you join like the esports club and like you just play rounds of Tekken or uh, Virtual Fighter 5.
2: Hey, well, uh, there you go.
0: and like you, you get, you get, uh, you get experience for your social stats, like teamwork and you know, uh, focus and stuff like that. And then you can, right. you're also like locked out, like, oh, to progress the dancing mini club, you need to have like a, uh, appeal level of three and you only have two, but it, it's weird. Like, it's like bizarre in a sense. I kind of, I really like it, but it's just so it's so disconnected from the main game. It's like insane.
1: So it doesn't feel like when you do those like side quests in the Yakuza where they're just like so nuts that you're Alright. No,
0: well no. It, it it gets to that to an extent. Like there's some there are some mini games or some clubs in this thing that are like really goofy. Like boxing in particular is just like hilarious. And the worst one is robotics. Like you build you like it's <laughs> these like weird, weird battle bot matches. where you are trying to like take control of squares, and it's like awful. But they still have like the regular like side quests as well in the game. They're not as prevalent, but they're still in there.
1: Okay, so like they decided like a whole another arc of, of yeah. stuff. Yeah,
0: like I I would say like this school stuff is like fifty percent of the game, and it seems optional. Like I don't think you have to do it, but like at this point, I'm kind of invested in doing it now. So it's like why not? What?
1: Well, Hey, you know, I mean, that's good that something they added is made you actually want to keep doing it.
0: Well, except for like when the when the mini game is bad, like robotics. Yeah, fair enough. Um, but yeah, that's a cool game. That's pretty good. Uh,
1: if you're watching on video, we I just we just got to the part where Mark is talking about with the, uh, school stories. Uh, yeah,
2: so. it's like so weird,
0: and like I I mean, even the school is like laid out like the Persona Five school. And I'm yeah. wondering, like, are all the are all Japanese schools just have the same layout or what? <laughs>
1: uh, well, I mean, you know, if you watch uh, enough anime, there's <laughs> this yeah, show y- the robotics thing too. Like. <laughs>
0: yeah, but yeah, uh, Yen's keeps talking about how it's based on some like some anime I never heard of before that no one has heard of except for him. Uh,
1: I might have heard but, of it. You uh, I don't know the name of Pan,
0: No, I don't.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, and it's it's fine, like it's, like I said, it's really interesting, but it's just so divorced from like the main game, you know? It's like so I, I I love it for that, but you don't have to do any of it, really. I don't think, or like the bare minimum if you really want to.
1: Well, that's good. I mean, I like it when you have side stuff, but it's not like so integral to the point where it's doing skateboarding is. Yeah,
0: there's like a really that's... bad skateboarding mini game. Yeah. <laughs> I just saw Sonic
1: fighting with the Knuckles. I guess that's one of the That's an arcade, arcade game. game. Yeah, Sonic, yeah,
0: Sonic Fighters is in the game, which is awesome. Cause that's a, a terrible game, but I kind of love it. <laughs> they did it's, fix one of the problems of the first. Like, they took out a lot.
3: With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
2: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
3: Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time.
0: de-emphasized it, so it doesn't really matter. Like, drone racing is just, like, gone. And it's like, thank Christ, because that was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's about it for me. How about you? You beat something well, finally?
1: <laughs> yes, I I've took a deep dive, and I've been, able, been fortunate to be able to... Oh! Uh, yeah, go ahead.
0: No, no. Well, I didn't I didn't play them yet, but I bought two co- two cool games that I showed you. Uh, I finally picked up a copy of Africa on the PS3. Uh yeah,
1: there you go. And that's one I wanted to
0: game. play for. I I want to play that thing for years. And i I got a copy of Persona One Revelations for PS One.
1: I saw that, yes, and that picture that you took of your your find. Yeah. How much did that?
0: Uh, so that. the the price tag was three thirty, and with tax it'd be about three fifty, give or take.
1: Yeah.
0: I paid about sixty five bucks for it.
1: <laughs> wow! How did you get them down to that much?
0: Uh, I traded in a whole bunch of crap, like movies, oh, okay. like Blu rays and stuff, and that was like two forty. And then I also had a twenty percent off coupon, <laughs> hey,
2: and there you go.
0: See, I did the same. I did the same thing with Africa. Like I traded, I traded in like three, like five or six games that you know I, I was either done playing or will never play again. So it's like here you go. Right. But yeah, I'm happy to have Persona One and like it's like pristine.
1: Hey, there you go. See, nice find uh, for you on there. Will you ever actually take it out and play it, or
0: I might. Yeah, like yeah, I have a PS One, so why not? I've heard those I'll, games the- are... I know that game's like hard. Like it's not like yeah. how it is now, or you know. Yeah,
1: they're different. I remember playing a bulk of one on an emulator, and I was like, "Well, this is definitely not what I'm used to." But all right, you can get some of the where this comes from from there, yeah. definitely.
0: So how's that? How how'd you like Tales of Her Ah,
1: uh, I loved it. Like I said, I've been able to work from home for like the past week and a half because I haven't had a car and be able to go to the office. I I've been able to like take advantage and, and be able to play when it gets uh, slow and man, it's, it's been, it, the thing was that like that last part felt like it's a forever. I was just like, God, how many more freaking quarters? How many more of these rooms are there? And yep. then, you know, you get to the, the last battle and it's, you know, what you expect. Um, I I just like the the gameplay is great. The battle system is terrific. I mean, I we've talked about it, I think, enough on the various episodes, but uh, I really like the way that they do the story. And it really helps that none of the all the characters are uh, really good in this game. There's none of them that like, oh, my God, he's so annoying. Please get him off my screen or get her off my screen. Like they all... Like, coalesce well, and even though they come from different places, like they I all kind a, of that, haven't, yeah.
0: That's a benefit of having a pretty limited cast, by, I think, by design, obviously, but yeah. <laughs> well,
1: yeah, of course. When you don't have, you know, 50 characters, that you're having to, like, get, you know, mesh into one, you know, party. When you're having, like, the same party pretty much throughout most of the game, yes, that helps a lot. But I think it's also, like, they're very consistent in this game yeah. of, we have a theme we're going to talk about it the entire time, even when shit goes like way until where we're going into like outer space and stuff like that. I mean, it still remains consistent. So I appreciated that. Cause a lot of times the JRPG stories, especially like they start losing the plot. They start oh, yeah. like, did you get halfway through and it just becomes about something else? And you're like, well, I kind of liked what the other, the first half was about. Now you kind of made it about the same junk that all JRPGs are about, and See, it's it's not. Yeah,
0: you'll hate me for saying this, but that's a, a good. That's one of the reasons I didn't like Final Fantasy VII back in the day.
1: No, I'm not going to hate you for saying. I can understand that. It
0: was like initially, yeah. like, oh, it's, you know, you're part of the plucky rebel group trying to take on the big company. It's like, oh, okay, that's cool, right. and then like after the first disc, it deals with Sephiroth and it's like, wait, what's this? And then it goes into nonsense at a certain point.
1: Oh yeah, I mean it definitely does get nonsensical eventually but I I feel like they also kind of redeem it with some of the Cloud and Sephiroth and all of that eventually but th- I I just appreciated that, like, Tells her Arise has your story about slavery and yeah. how you overcome that and everybody kind of has their story with that as well that's different, uh, regardless of where where they come from and I, I really do think that that's a positive for even Band 9 themselves. Obviously these are different teams working on it, but you look at, uh, you know, just Scarlet Nexus this year, how like crazy anime that gets or just other games that they, they come out with in general. Like they, those are the ones that are like, ah, all right. This was something cool, but this held its ground the entire time. I was, ne- I was always wanting to go into the next battle because the gameplay is great, but I didn't want to skip the story scenes either. And I appreciated all those, uh, those characters. And, you know, I think, uh, just the, a lot of stuff about this game was very well done. Even the fishing that you talked about, uh, last time, uh, yeah. that's fun too. It took me a while to get kind of, uh, you know, a hang of it.
0: Yeah. Uh, like but- it's not. They don't, like I said, like I said last yeah. time. They don't explain it at all. But once you get, once no. you look up a guide, and it's like, okay, now I
2: get this.
1: <laughs> I just kind of fiddled around with it, and then I figured out, oh, okay, this is making this kind of fish come faster to where my line is, and then this kind of fish, if you press this, you know, does this, the other one. So yeah, hey, it just takes a little bit of uh, fiddling
0: with it to to figure it out. It, it's fu- funny when you talk about it because you had a lot more problems in the game than I did.
1: Oh, I mean, it was just more of like. I, I guess I was uh when I first got to that last area, I was level like forty four but by the time I got to the the first time where I went backwards, I was at like fifty so not either, because you level up a lot in that uh, yeah. last area because of all the major big enemies you have to fight uh constantly and it's yeah. so funny they make a big deal about the um that last like race that you you know meet at the end. Yeah. And then the enemies that represent that race are probably the weakest enemies you fight in that entire uh, area that are there, which is funny. Yeah. But no, I it's, yeah, I just had issues because I was like, I don't want to have to go backwards and try to sell a bunch of stuff to get enough items and all that stuff. I was, I was like trying to just power through and I was able for that second one. And all right, I'll just work back buy the stuff I need to go on. And then yeah, apparently the, Final boss was actually really not that difficult.
2: No, yeah, I found it pretty easy.
1: It's one of those games where, well, you had to try hard enough already.
0: Uh, Let's give you a break. I I had more problems with some of the optional bosses than like the main
2: boss.
1: Yeah, I didn't do any of the... I was like, well, I might go back and do some of the stuff later, Uh, but I just wanted to kind of get done with the game because I also have to uh, review it as well. I know your review's up there on 411. You gave it a 9. That's that's where I was headed with it, um, so uh, I will probably not write as much as you did, but still well, uh, very
0: good review. At least that review stuck, unlike my last judgment review. I
1: uh, know I hate I hate hearing that that you you didn't uh, get the auto save did not kick in and you had to rewrite the whole thing.
0: Uh, yeah, that's always fun. Way to go, Windows update.
1: Yeah, I I don't have that. Uh, I'm one of those. I think. Also, that I don't have that drive or whatever that you need to upgrade a Windows 11. Yeah. So you,
0: you, I think your computer actually could. Mine can't. I don't have the right. My CPU is like one generation out of date. Uh but yeah, to I'm not
1: gonna mess with it. I don't really need it or nothing. Yeah. So
0: and I've heard like a lot yeah. of like mixed things on it. Also, so yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, we'll talk about FIFA uh, later with the news. I uh, there's not really anything you, that I need to talk about, but I've been kind of playing that a little bit more so i can do the review uh the one game that i have not playing that technically comes out on wednesday sorry uh so uh, it's called echo generation it actually comes to game pass as well as an indie game uh sort of set in the 90s it is it has like a minecraft look to it um not as much as i would say like if you've seen any kind of video or trailer for Moonglow Blade, Moonglow Blade, yeah, Moonglow Bay, tongue twister at two in the morning, um, which actually got delayed. So like the end of this month, also coming to Game Pass. That kind of has a much more like Minecrafty look. This has the sort of like that blocky look like Minecraft, but it also has its own, uh, sort of art style to it. It's a turn-based RPG. And you are basically a brother and sister that have to deal with some, it has a lot of like Stranger Things vibes to it of, oh, there's crazy stuff happening. There's stuff that keeps happening in this town and you find out things little by little. And, you know, you're, you're also solving like puzzles in a way because you have to find things to get items that you need to be able to progress uh the story You get uh, skills with comic books that you find. And so you'll eventually get more weapons that way. So there's actually, if anybody wants to go look, by the time this is up, there is, uh, people can start uh, posting video of, like, through chapter one of the game. Uh, And then, of course, once uh, the go live on the 20th on Wednesday you'll probably start seeing video of the other areas. There's a lot of boss fights in this game, which are very interesting as far as like just rather eclectic, a bunch of none of it has to do with anything of it. It's just kind of all there. Um, I did have, I do have like, I played a big chunk of it. The problem is I have no idea like what is, what I'm actually like doing because it just seems like you go to an area. There's a boss. And then, okay, well, I guess I'm supposed to beat this boss because there's nothing else for me to find in this entire school that I go into or this entire like junkyard that I go into. So, well, let me beat this boss. And at first, it's not so, um, easy to do because when you level up your characters, there's, it gives you three options when you level up a character. So you can level up their health. You can, um, you can level up their skill points, which are what allow you to do the, uh, the special moves that go along with the comic that you get for whatever weapon you have. And then also it allows you to level up the like attack power, the strength. So that decides like how powerful those moves are. And you also have like a regular move that doesn't cost any uh, SP either, but also your skill points are shared between your team of three. So it's like a thing that you have to constantly go back to of like, do, do I want to, build up my skill points don't want to build up my health like if i don't build up my health then i have to go buy more healing items before i go uh fight the boss then i'm supposed to go fight you know so yeah it's like almost like survival a survival game in a way too um because you don't have a a lot of things to you, you don't you don't get a lot of money there's only certain things that get you that get you money and fighting the Rats or other things that are around don't get you a lot. It's fighting the bosses
0: gets you a lot of money. Yeah. So you have to, yeah. There, there, are there are uh, games like that where it's just like, why even do any de- fight like the little guys? Cause it doesn't really matter.
1: <laughs> well, it does because you need to level up your characters. If not, you're going to get destroyed by the boss because the other thing is it also has a blocking mechanic. Uh, I guess the most recent thing I can think of is, uh, Yakuza where you can press a button at the exact time, and either block the attack or just diminish the amount of what it can do, right? So you have to kind of be paying attention because some attacks will be slow. And if you do it too fast, you also get the full grunt of the damage. And if you, you know, so it's it's a lot. And you also have like a, a pet companion. So I've had a cat for the most part, and then I got the dog And so they have their pluses and minuses. Obviously, the cat can heal you. Uh, the dog will dig and find items for you. So, uh, and there's a robot that you'll eventually get as well, but you have to find the items that you need to be able to build the robot again. So, (laughs) but yeah, I mean, I've really, it's, it's been an interest. It's like there's a lot of good stuff in there. Um, and just kind of like some interesting. Things that they've added to that game as far as like the characters and the, all of that. But man, it, it just feels like a lot of disparate things together because we, it's, uh, oh, well, like aliens attacked our town, but you don't really know how far I am. How how far have I really progressed?
2: This yeah. Time. So
1: <laughs> that's my problem is this is all great, but I don't really find. Because it, like, they'll tell, there'll be a story piece, right? Yeah. And then. I'll do three things that have nothing to do with that story piece that will then start another story piece. And all right, whatever. But it's it's also like set in a time period where you know you can kind of see the movies that it's to be like taking from and all of that. So there is that as well. um But yeah. So be ready for. Actually, I'm sorry. The embargo lifts on Wednesday. The game actually comes out on Thursday, uh, the 21st. But yeah, if if um you've heard anything about Echo Generation or whatever. I've been enjoying it. There's um hopefully I'll get further into it. There's a lot of exploration in this game. Uh so that's another another thing about it is that it really wants you to travel. It really wants you to like find stuff. And so like there's so many times where I go, okay, it's gonna block that off for me. And it actually doesn't unless we go to the next screen and find and and go through more and and I'm just like, wow, they really want you to go through and and uh, figure out Till you go to a dead end. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's another reason why sometimes I'm just kind of like, well, I'm just going to keep doing this, I guess, until I figure out what it is uh, that I'm supposed yeah. to be doing, but been enjoyable so far. Good. So, so, uh, be looking forward, uh, to my review, uh, for that when we, by the time we get to the next show, that should be out there. But all right. So there's not been a uh, ton of news here, but there has the one big story kind of like, happened earlier in the week when they had the Animal Crossing Direct. Of course, I'm talking about Nintendo here. In the Nintendo Switch uh, expansion, uh, the online expansion, it's more expensive than I thought it was going to be and way more expensive than you thought it was going to be, Mark. It yeah. is $50 a year, uh, putting it just $10 less than PS Plus and uh, Xbox uh, Live Gold, or, well, you know, if you just have the Xbox Live uh, or Xbox Live uh, Game Pass Ultimate, pay the fifteen dollars a month, and you can get almost four months of that for the price of the one year for uh the Switch Online. Now they have it has Nintendo hasn't come and said anything about it, but there have been reports that there's licensing that is causing why this is the the increase. But I feel like some of this could have been avoided. Mark, like I think we talked about it when it was announced, but if part of your licensing is The Sega game. Why do you need to be... I get it that there's uh, some, I guess, online co-op that's added that perhaps isn't in the Mega Collection or whatever that's already on Switch. But, I mean, did you really need to add Sega Genesis games in order to entice people to pay that extra money? I mean, like, I don't know. I think adding Game Boy or uh, GBA games along with the 64 could have just been good enough.
0: I think the problem is Sega Genesis games are w- already have been out there for years in other collections, right. be it physical, like the Mega, like the, uh, Genesis Mini or games or other services and stuff like that. Uh, that's an issue. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I would, I would actually much rather have a game, like game Boy, even original Game Boy, but right. Game Boy Advance for sure. You know, if they said, like, oh, we're putting out ten GBA games in this thing and we'll keep adding more later on, but I have to do this, you know? Um I it'd be nice if they went with more a la carte model, like, hey, if you want N sixty four it's ten dollars extra, but if you want Genesis it's
2: fifteen.
1: I mean but, I think that's kind of what they they're doing, right? It is an a la carte. You don't have to have this and also have well, stuff I mean, online.
2: You can't just
0: get N sixty four though, you know? Right. That is true. Uh I mean I think it's too much. I don't know about you, but Uh, oh no it is
1: so as someone that doesn't i don't even subscribe to the regular uh i think i do because
0: i think it's just like 20 bucks why not but yeah you know
1: but i don't so i also should note that the animal crossing dlc is also included in uh so if you're an animal crossing fan and you play it a lot then you get that dlc for free i wonder what happens if you decide to unsubscribe from expansion pass do you then have to go buy the uh the dlc separately
0: then uh, or if, if you even can,
1: I think you can definitely can. Cause it can oh, okay. Yeah, but I mean, look, I'm not going to say it. it's great to be able to go and and play, you know, these games again. And it's cool that for preservation standpoint, you know, you can play them, and then also you have the online play, right? So like Star Fox, Mario Kart, uh, that's beat. So yeah,
0: that that sounds neat also remember that like most of the switch online infrastructure shit
1: right <laughs> and that's uh, my, that's my issue It's not necessarily that you're charging for old games because that's that's Nintendo that's what they're gonna do and if they charge50 dollars doesn't necessarily surprise me uh, because Nintendo's gonna charge what they can I don't know how much of that is necessarily the licensing I don't know how much Microsoft charged if to have kind of Zui on there and then not take it off, you know, so like you're having it on there the life of the, the system because we haven't really seen things get added to Switch Online and then get taken off aside from the uh, you know, Tetris ninety nine or well, I think it's only the Mario one that got taken off, right? Mario thirty five. Yeah. So
0: although yeah. I I fully expect that like once the license expires with Pac Man it's gone.
1: Yeah, probably oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's probably uh gone too. Uh, even though you know nintendo and bandai have a good relationship so yeah uh, perhaps that's a little bit um different but again to go to back to my point you're still you can still pay twenty twenty 20 uh, dollars for switch online and then have switch online if you want just to play
3: regular with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere
2: dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom
3: sorry
1: why on earth does your family membership need to go up almost $50 by itself a year? Like the whole point is it's supposed to be a little bit of a discount. That's not a discount. Uh, You're almost charging a full amount to have all of that available as a family plan. That seems a bit much there. I I don't know. I mean, look again, like it's not a, it's a shrewd business move by Nintendo because people are going to pay for it. Look at, look at the, these, The 64 controllers went out and then one day, bam, it's gone. You know, Nostalgia is a seller if there ever is one. Look, I'm not gonna go back because, I mean, 64 is not necessarily my favorite uh, time period for games. So as much as I like Pokemon Snap, the original, and and Mario Kart on C4, and Super Mario 64, which, hey, they charge you, you know, 60 bucks for that game and now you get it That's part of this. Uh, So that's also Nintendo doing their thing there, too. I I mean, you're somebody that collects uh, games. I mean, isn't this nice to be able to have these games available and not have to pay, like, out the butt for them secondhand?
0: Kind of, but most of these games are pretty common. And then also, uh, I'm curious how well the emulation is going to handle at least for the N64 stuff, because... Even now, like modern emulators, like the N64 isn't quite up there.
2: Right.
0: Uh, I mean, I'm sure Nintendo probably knows what they're doing because they, you know, they built a the damn thing. But right. you never know; it might there might be like some like some small problems with it. Uh, I mean, it's nice, but I don't think there's a huge draw, at least for like N64 stuff. I mean, yeah, how many times can you play through like Star Fox 64? Like three or four—that's about it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I envision that most people. I sort of like maybe Mario Kart or which I mean you already have Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. I mean I don't know why would you wanna I mean play that. out? I, yeah.
0: I, I would much rather per- play Mario Kart 64 than Mario Kart 8 personal.
1: Yeah, but I mean I might like getting it be able to play like Sin and Punishment sort of enticing to me. You know, you know because it used to be stuck on the Wii uh, eShop right. or whatever. But I, I think f- for the most part. It's a nice thing to have. I mean, obviously you don't have to buy this if you don't want to. You don't have to pay this if you think it's too much. But the thing is, Nintendo won't really necessarily learn, uh, their lesson. And it's also, it makes you feel, I think there's going to be a lot of people that get guilted into this because they'll feel like, okay, well, if, if I do want Game Boy Color or uh, Game Boy Advance or GameCube game, well, I'm going to have to buy this because if you don't and this flops, then they won't release those games right eventually so you needed to keep i mean they're doing this obviously because they want revenue from switch online right uh, and this helps them because they're gonna have splatoon 3 later they're gonna have uh more games that are um online focused but the thing is you're not really improving the back end right you're not making voice chat easier to use you're not
0: yeah, that that was one of modern a modern vintage gamer put up a video about this and yeah, he said the same thing like cha- voice chat's not in this, even like text chat isn't in it. Yeah. Uh the speeds are abysmal like to download. Like right. I think he did a speed test or speed test and like the switch operates at like 75 mbps, which is slow. <laughs> right. That's like uh 9 9 megabytes per second to download. And yeah. his Xbox was like four hundred, which is like fifty megabytes or fifty or sixty megabytes to, uh, I, we, a second.
1: I, but we talk about Xbox One or
0: Xbox? Ah, uh, Xbox Series X.
1: Okay, well that's that. You can't compare that. That's not.
0: But even like the PS Four, I think was like two thirty megabytes. And that that you know that's like
1: I never got that high with the PS Four. PS Four was slow.
0: I occasionally did, or like you know, it, it depends. But like my PS Five, cool. I'd
1: sometimes get it up to a hundred. Well. That um,
0: that's the thing with the new switch is it has a uh, hardwired dock or you know the Ethernet dock. So people are like, oh, right. maybe that's maybe that's like oh wh- over the Wi-Fi the switch is terrible, but over the you know the hardline it's fine. But no, it's the same speed. So it's like why why have the dock or like why have that port? And it if it's the same, because it creates a
1: more stable connection, I guess when you are online, not so. The-
0: uh but yeah, like slow download speeds, and then yeah, like the infant, like the, just like the. Playing online, unless it's for, like, Mario Kart or Splatoon or Smash Brothers, it's terrible. I like mean, and Mario, even then,
1: it's not always great for some of those as well.
0: So. Yeah, like, Mario Maker 2 still does not work. And <laughs> it's like, well, it's only been four years or three years for that game. Like, I still working on it, I guess. Yeah,
1: I mean, it'd be interesting to see how Mario Party plays now online. With
0: yeah, that'll that. that also won't work well, I don't think.
1: Yeah, I just, for me, is th- this is, uh, I mean, if I think Nintendo's getting saved a lot by the fact that somebody came out with that licensing cost thing, because yeah. I think they'd I be mean, getting railed or, if that it, wasn't. It for makes that. sense,
0: especially because I think, didn't she say that like Sega wasn't happy with
2: the Wii U? Yeah, no, like, they I mean, weren't. It?
1: They were not happy with the Wii U, uh, virtual console, which is why they were not part of it. Yeah. Uh, they didn't like the revenue sharing or the cost of things. So, and Timo I mean, paid him a lot of money to be part of
0: this. I guess the problem is, it's like who who cares about Genesis games anymore? E- like, even if it was online play, like that's not a huge draw. Like, if it yeah. was Sega like Saturn or Sega like Dreamcast, that'd be a whole different ballpark. I would, I would pay, you know, thirty bucks if I could get some Dreamcast games in this thing, and you know, online play and it looked good. But Sega like Genesis? Like, oh, I get to play Echo the Dolphin again. Great. <laughs> did you see that crazy story about the sega saturn emulator
2: no whatever
0: uh so some company released a few sega saturn emulated games on the switch like legally like you know like i think they're like 15 or 20 bucks they're just emulated games people found a way to uh basically dump the game or dump the emulator and you can replace the rom file with any sega saturn game
1: oh wow
0: uh and not every game works but most of them do so yeah you just Load up this emulator and just play Sega Saturn games.
1: Nice. I if I, Nintendo will touch that
0: at all? Well, I mean, I, it's only for like modded, modded, modded switches, like we, which which oh, I can both okay, do. Okay. But like, it's still cool. Like, hell, why not? You know?
1: Yeah. I mean, it, like that's the thing too, right? Is although I have fond memories playing sixty four with my family with all four controllers on the console and everything else. And, uh, they they are putting games in there that I enjoyed. I don't know. For me, that's just, I already pay for PS Plus and, uh, Xbox, uh, Game Pass Ultimate. Game Pass Ultimate, I pay monthly because that 180 a year is oof, it's a bit too much for me. But, you know, like to then I just know myself. I know myself and I know that I will not go back and play these games. So right. why even bother, uh, paying the amount of money, you know? So, and like, I don't even play the, the NES, the the Super NES. To be fair, I mean, the, the catalog there is not great especially lately
2: again
0: it's just like i have i mean uh, you and i i I have so many different ways to play snes game yeah both legally and not legally that you know this is so you know immaterial you know
1: right i like i said i do appreciate the fact that it exists based only on now you have a legal way to play a lot of these games yeah that's not forking over a bunch of money and then also having to buy a 64 and and have that stocked in your house. Maybe it doesn't really work with your TV, or you have to buy some kind of third party thing that converts it to HDMI and whatever. Yeah. So like so you don't have to have that hassle. It will then now just work on your Switch and that's cool. And you can also take that with you, right? Take your take your Switch with you and play those games. And that's cool. If you want to pay for that, great. Do I think Nintendo is charging way too much for this? Hell yes they are. It should be like 35 bucks at the most. You know, and you get your your sixty four Genesis games, and if you want to add more games later and make that fifty or sixty dollars, cool. If eventually, if we had, you know, Game GBA, Game Boy Color, if you don't want to add any more Sega stuff, cool, whatever. If that's all on there, and you're gonna tell me it was sixty dollars a year, okay, sure, I'm down with that. I'll pay that, or I think well, that's fair. Well,
2: but
0: right- man. Ryestar demands his money, so that's why it's fifty bucks a month or 50 uh, no, bucks a year. No, like,
1: and then to top on that, like, Nintendo's the only one of these companies that has a family plan, which is really all these companies should have. That it's stupid that you have to go and buy multiple versions of Game Pass or multiple versions of PS Plus for the same household.
0: Well, yeah, didn't didn't Microsoft have a family plan? Did they ditch it?
1: No, they had an idea to have a family plan, and they they ditch it. They have the thing you can do where the, you know, and I think uh PlayStation has this as well, where one person, I, now this only works for your own games, but for Game Pass, it doesn't work. I would have to get, like, let's say Anaya, I'd have to get her, her own Game Pass on on her profile in order for her to play Game Pass games. Yeah. Uh Now, as far as, like, games that I already own, as long as she's connected to the internet, you know, all the time, she could play any game that I have. Right. Uh, on her profile, but you know, it just, it would be so much easier if all these companies adopted a family plan, but obviously they don't want a chunk taken out of their revenue. Uh, and as we saw, you know, Microsoft got KO'd for that when they tried to double the price. I will say, I do appreciate that Nintendo is not forcing the, the upgrade on everybody. They could have easily said, okay, well, Switch Online costs $50 now and you're getting all of this stuff. So you better like it. They didn't do yeah, that. It's and, an optional enjoy. thing. <laughs> yeah, it's an optional thing. You don't have to really buy. So, yeah, I, I I don't think Nintendo's necessarily doing right by people with the price, but at least they're giving you an option. At least that that you get a like a middle ground. Yeah. So, because I mean, if you look at it, like Microsoft could have easily charged five more dollars for Game Pass when they said they were adding EA Play, and they didn't do that, right? And so that, that's a that's a positive on that end, but Nintendo. Man, I just, I'm I'm almost worried now if they add more consoles, are they going to jack up the price again?
2: I think uh, it depends. I think it would
0: depend on the consoles and the games they want to add. Like if it was GBA and like all their Nintendo shit, probably not. Or at least it'd be like a minor fee. But if it was like, oh, we're adding uh, TurboGrafx-16 games and all these like weird licensed shit, then it's like, all right, well. Yeah, I mean, and that's kind of
1: what I understand of it is like, it wouldn't necessarily be as enticing if you don't have like the Konami and Capcom and all right. the other company stuff, right? Or, if
0: or if they somehow did add Dreamcast games, it's like, well, they could add. Obviously, they'd probably add like a lot of Sega stuff, assuming it was like a nominal cost. But if they added like, oh, here's Soul Caliber, or here's you know Marvel vs. Capcom 2, it's like, okay, right? This is oh, gonna be expensive sh- now.
1: <laughs> uh, well, Marvel Capcom 2 that would jack up that price crazy. Yeah, I don't know about that. (laughs) Is that well?
0: Yeah, but just as like a light, you know, or like here's cannon spike, or here's you know other weird shit.
1: But all right, I mean, moving away from uh switch online expansion to perhaps another expansion of a different way, an expansion for FIFA out to other developers because right now there is a breakup happening. It's almost like the marriage is dissolving right before your eyes between EA and FIFA of course I'm talking about the actual big brand the Federation uh, the governing body of soccer or football football and uh, the other parts of the world EA has actually been really shrewd about what they're doing they have made contracts with all of the other clubs associations, and they've actually renewed their their whole contract with FIFA, Pro which in you know has the licenses to all of the players so they won't have a problem like with the college football. Right. Where they had to stop that game because there was the dispute between locked and all yeah. that. And to be fair, there was, uh, Slatan Ibrahimovic, Gareth Bale and a few others did try to do the same thing, but, uh, that was, uh, squashed. The thing here is FIFA's basically, they want more money. Uh, it's the same the reason why they're trying to get a biennial world cup right now. They want more money. So they wanted 2.5 billion per every four years that they, uh, had the contract with EA. EA was like, uh, hell no, I'm not paying that. And now fifa's like, oh, we're, we're going to go and explore, uh, NFT and other things, uh, with our, uh, brand and our thing here. And we want to work with mobile companies and everything else, which, you know, to be fair, you couldn't do that with EA because it was about having the one big FIFA game a year and trying to sell that. And so I can understand, uh, FIFA. In a way, but they're really just taking a shot at EA here. EA doesn't want to pay what FIFA says. So FIFA's like, ah, all right, we're open to working with other people, right? You could, you could see other people now, right? Well, let's, let's have a break. Let's, uh, we're going to separate for right now. And, and they don't even mention FIFA 22, which just came out less than a month ago. And, and I'm sure it's, it's selling well. Didn't sell well enough in the U.S. to upset Madden, but a heck of a lot of other games didn't do that either. So, I mean, I know you don't care about
0: this. Uh, but I mean, I, it's I, interesting. Yeah. But I think, I mean, yeah, What is? it's not like even if FIFA suddenly, if the FIFA, you know, company, not company, but like group say we're terminating the contract today, it, what are they going to do? Like, they can't, it's like they can't get another developer or another company to make a soccer game within a year. What are yeah, they gonna maybe Kamami
1: could do it with the football. <laughs> no, right they there. can't.
0: They clearly can't, obviously. Well, I
1: mean, they could (laughs) add on to whatever they already have and then add the FIFA license onto it, which would help them. uh, Well, it wouldn't help them with the the World Cup that's coming, right? Because EA still has the license through the 2022 World Cup in Qatar, which is actually not being played until November of 2022 because of the uh, weather patterns in Qatar. It gets extremely hot in the summer. It's like 120-something. So it was deemed not uh, playable for the teams and players. So they're playing it in the winter. W- what is the winter here? So uh, beyond that, it would help Konami in that you had the FIFA name, right? And so you legally have the rights to all of the international team but and then
0: it, the FIFA that brand. And that doesn't matter because right. football is shit.
2: I agree. That, like, I mean, you
0: know, I, I assume even if FIFA... Even if, like, the FIFA company or, like, well, like I said, the brand or whatever wanted to go with Konami, they wouldn't do it. Because, like, yeah, their game their game is terrible.
1: I don't like, know. Would they? Would they just do it just to well, – if, Konami, if they, Konami wanted to pay what they, what
0: they are they, asking? They, they assume that yeah. – well, they would, they would mm-hmm. do that in the first place also. But they, yeah. they probably see themselves as a premier, pardon the pun, name or organization.
1: Well, technically they
0: are. Well, they're not going to associate mm-hmm. with some piece of shit like eFootball.
1: No, but okay. Here's the thing, though. It's for one, Konami's not going to pay what they're asking. Yeah, I, I mean, like, <laughs> I don't know who would. I mean,
0: really? Well, even I, e- even if like Activision is a, like, okay, we're gonna make, we're gonna, we got into bed with FIFA, we're gonna make a football game. That's at yeah. least two to three years out.
1: Oh, I, yeah, definitely. The only one that could do it within a certain time frame and basically just be adding the FIFA branding to what the thing, the, the game that already exists, would be Konami. Anybody else would have to make a game from scratch, which would, like you it would be two to three years down the line that you have something. Now, if they're going to have a mobile version, that could possibly come out faster because there's obviously less work involved in that. But still, the only companies I could really see even thinking about matching that would be Activision or Take-Two, perhaps, to add on to the other. Yeah, 2K. Yeah, 2K. You know, Take-Two going in and saying, okay, well, we have the basketball we had the WWE, even though that doesn't necessarily do that great for us. Um, Let's add the soccer, and we're going to have the FIFA, we're going to have the, the official FIFA game. Now, they're going to run into the same problem like Konami, where they're not going to have the license that FIFA has, or well, yeah. sorry, not FIFA, EA Sports FC, or whatever the heck that game is going to be called now. So, are people going to really care? Because that's the thing, you might have the FIFA name on it, and yes, FIFA has a It's a name, right? We know that game as FIFA. But if you find out that you don't get to play as Mbappe or Ronaldo or Messi or whatever, people are going to be like, why am I buying this?
0: Yeah. Well, it's just like uh, when they made that one football game. uh, Like Backbreakers? Well, not Backbreakers. I mean, but no, it was the all-star football, like 2K8 or whatever. Uh, And, you know, they had certain players, but that was it. It's like we didn't have the NFL brand. Or you know the current team,
1: right? Exactly. And people so, care about that.
0: Yeah, so. and, you know, I mean, one of those. So it's like, yeah, of course it didn't. No one cared. Or like you said, backbreakers. But that was that was more of like a
1: like an arcade.
0: Yeah, kind of. Game. Didn't they did, oh, I want to say. I want to. I don't think it was Rockstar, but I think Take Two did make some other like weird football game. Or, they, was that backbreakers? Yeah, it uh, was the backbreakers. Okay. Or it
1: has a similar name to that.
0: Okay. So. Yeah, that that was backbreaker. Yeah, I'm thinking of that. Yeah, the Euphoria engine and all that crap. Yep.
1: Wasn't that like one of the games that try to do that first person mode before, and then huh? Madden put it in there?
0: Nah, uh, the first, yeah. the first game I can think of with the first person football is ESPN 2K5. Uh, that too. Yeah, forgot about that. Uh, you know, 2K
1: involved in that too.
0: Yeah, that's still a good game. <laughs> you know, 20, agreed. 16 years later, that's why that's what scared EA so much they had to like lock on
2: Madden forever.
1: Yep. Yeah, because they they were able to charge that. Like thirty dollars less. 20. and There you it's go. Twenty. Bam. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, think about it. Like a sports game coming out for twenty bucks—that's crazy. I,
0: I mean, ultimately, I think FIFA could move away from EA, but it would—it would hurt them so much in the short term that I don't—I don't think they would do it.
1: Yeah, I mean, let's. They're, they're ragging the favor now.
0: But if if EA was like, all right, peace, you you know, FIFA would come crawling back in a second. But.
1: I mean, like, that's the thing is FIFA can say what they want, but they actually need EA more than EA needs. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I did mention that the uh, PlayStation 5 had knocked Nintendo and the Switch off its longest running consecutive months of being the leader in units sold. Uh, That record ends at 33 months running as the PlayStation 5 now uh, is the leader in both uh, sales for units and consoles uh sold there, and then also, I mean a lot of things were up, but obviously, what you guys care about really is is the game because knowing that the p s five sold this many units at the end of the day, it's like well, no duh, it's gonna sell people still can't find it in the store most of the time. So I did mention well, that, Matt you go ahead
0: I was gonna say I had a friend over uh Sunday like an old college friend I haven't seen in like years, but he walked into my room and was looking around and he sat down and I was like, Hey, do you want to, do you want to like play the PS5 for a second? And he was like, I didn't, I didn't even see you had one. And then he looked at me he was <laughs> like, wow, that thing's massive.
1: Yep. It's huge. It's like, once you see it, it's like, Oh damn, it's yeah, that big. All right.
0: Cause he, yeah, he was like, wow, that thing's t- like, it's like a monolith. and he, I'm like, yeah, I, yep. I have my PS5 resting on top of an original Xbox and it's almost like double the size of that thing.
1: <laughs> uh, you are a braver person than I. I would not do that. I have it standing up behind my TV. I don't want that thing uh, on top of anything, just in case. Uh, you yeah, know, you also happens, have
0: so. you also have a young young daughter and a menagerie of animals running around. So of course, yeah.
1: no, yeah, of course, I, that's also a part of it. But mm-hmm. I was doing that before I had. as Well, so uh, yeah, so
0: the only, only thing. The only problem with my setup is like my my PS five slides out of that stand pretty often.
1: Well, that, you have like, it like you have it uh, horizontal, flat. right? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because it's not sitting on the the stand like where the stand's putting a lot of pressure on it. Right. Sit. Yeah. I did hear about a lot of people are having that um, that issue. When yeah. Sit it that way. But looking at this here, it's sports games galore in the top three: Madden, FIFA, and NBA Two K. All the top three Tales of Arise right underneath it. Then Diablo 2 resurrected. So Activision of Blizzard get a little bit of help there. Death Loop, uh, right there, um, as well. And then further down the line, you got Life is Strange, True Colors at 10. Uh, was that, um, the Diablo Prime Evil collection is also in there at 12. Like Diablo wow, so. 2 and 3. Or, ah, okay. You know. Yeah. Wow. So you get Diablo Two and Three and just Diablo Two Resurrected there and then the Sonic Colors also making an appearance and WarioWare get it together. So a plethora of new releases all get beat out by Madden and then other sports as well. So shows you the power of when the sports start knocking and of course with the NBA starting up today I mean- uh that's gonna keep going. The
0: sports games are, you know, no, no surprise. But like, like Tales of Arise was kind of shocking.
1: No, it is. It is pretty shocking. That Tales of Arise uh, sold that well, and I'm very happy for Bandai Namco. they released one heck of a great game. Glad that it's getting uh, the sales response uh, that it deserves. I mean, Diablo not necessarily a total surprise. I, I said it, and don't be surprised when we see Call of Duty next month as well. Oh yeah. Most people have no idea what is happening. Yeah. So. Don't get, I mean, you get upset, right? Because you want to see, uh, Activision, uh, suffer a little bit. But also, here's the problem. When you, when you boycott the game and you don't buy the game, guess who suffers? Guess who they're going to go and fire? They're not going to go fire Boggy Kozak, right? Unless, unless that lawsuit demands that he gets, uh, that he resigns. They're going to go fire a developer. Yeah. They're going to go fire teams off of the game. So. Yep. It's like a catch twenty two of okay, I want to boycott the game and I want to do this, but then also you're hurting those very same people that are that were being hurt. By, uh,
2: yeah, in the same way.
1: Yeah, that kind of sucks. But yep, don't be surprised. Don't be surprised if uh, you see that Call of Duty Vanguard right up there, especially because Battlefield really looks like they need to delay it uh, again yeah. after the beta. But who knows if they if EA will actually do it or not. I nope. should have mentioned this when we talked about the game of Metroid Dread has been selling really well, especially in Japan. It has almost outsold every other installment of the game in the region, which that's pretty incredible. I mean, also it shows that Metroid apparently wasn't a big deal in Japan. You know, there's that. It, too.
0: It, if you build it, they will come.
1: <laughs> exactly. 86,000, almost 87,000 copies during its first three days, um, for the week that ended, you know, last week. So. That's uh that's pretty great,
0: i mean it, it's it's the double whammy of a it's a good game, but then also b like the game hasn't been on a you know they've made one of those in twenty years, so
1: yeah, that's true that's true too. That the last really.
0: the last metro like few Metroid properties have not been great, let's say, yeah, people still don't, i mean i I have no real opinion, I haven't played them, but people don't like some some Metroid diehards really because they didn't like the prime series.
1: Yeah, I've I've heard of that as well. Several people are just like, ah, it's not like the Metroid I remember. I don't like that it did this or that, but right, I like the Metroid Prime series, from what it was, brought
0: something that, different. That, that's the thing, is you have to go, like, you have to say, like, yeah, for what it is, it's fine, but it ain't Metroid, or, like, not like the Metroid I want. <laughs>
1: right, it's not. It was supposed to be different. So, yeah. like, at least in that respect, at least it wasn't Other M. You know? Yeah. So, it's something... To be said for that, at least. But, hey, good for Metroid that it is selling well.
0: Yeah, let's hope this doesn't mean they'll make another one in 20, you know?
1: Yeah, let's hope we see another game much faster than that,
0: uh, than the 20 years.
1: Ah, well, you will have to wait a little bit longer, though, for one game. Elden Ring is not going to come out in February. It's January. It's February 25th. God, I feel like there's about five or six different things coming out of February 25th now. Watch some of those games move out of the way.
2: Yeah, and the other big
0: one is Saints Row. Yeah.
1: You, you
0: know the Venn diagram for those for people who play those games are one-to-one, right?
1: Exactly. <laughs> but I can still see some games moving out of the way, because it's like you don't want to get cannibalized by uh, Elden Ring either. Um, I mean, they're also going to have a demo coming out next month as well. I know uh, Dark Souls is not your you know, cup of tea, whatever. Too we don't have the ends.
2: Yeah, he'll, he'll,
0: he's champed a bit
1: to play that game. <laughs> yeah, between Keith and Jens we have to hear a lot about Dark Souls. Um I think for sure um, if that there is a demo that comes out in November, I'm sure you will be all over that. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean that's good. That's good that they're doing that. It's good that they're letting they're going to let people play that game before it comes out and- to make
0: sure It'll it'll be hacked to health and like data miners and stuff like that. Oh yeah, I'm sure it will. That's no surprise ga- at all. The whole game will be leaked by like that weekend. <laughs> oh
1: yeah. But hey, that's that's the price you pay though when you do those demos. You're gonna lose a little bit of something. Uh but you can also put stuff in there that maybe doesn't make it into the game yeah. or whatnot too. So uh, there's that possibility. Uh, Epic is getting countersued now by Google. So not only do they have to deal with Apple, they have to deal with Google because, uh, they decided to, um, you know, they had, they were removed from the Google Play Store. And so Epic was unhappy with those, you know, anti-competitive restrictions and everything else. Um, Epic, you know, having kind of went after Google there, but, Google Play also or Google is also saying that Epic breached Reached. their developer yeah. distribution agreement by enriching itself at Google's expense. Good Lord, two big companies arguing about enriching themselves. Jesus, come on now. Yep. Uh I don't know, Mark, I mean, between um, Epic embracing NFTs or embracing
2: uh yeah,
0: games with NFTs and yeah. other crap. Yeah, I I think I really hate Epic now.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, I lost a lot of for Epic when they stole the thing from Among Us.
2: I yeah, mean, and they, they like, finally,
1: actually it, just ripping it off
0: as well. Well, they probably like, said, like, oh, we, we actually did do that. And it's like, no shit you did. And hey, you also ripped off PUBG for, you know, for your, for Fortnite in the first one. Yeah.
1: I mean, but you can have games that are similar, right? Like, how many other Battle royales have come out now so, uh, Yeah, but Fortnite?
0: Can all, I mean... To an extent, sure, but they all draw draw their lineage back to that one game. You know
1: what? Back all the PUBG, and it's all like Fortnite does have the building aspect.
0: Well, it's all very naked because it's all hundred players. It's all like the ring has to constrict, or you know, all that stuff, or you get launched out of a plane and fall to the you know to the map and stuff like that. So it's like, yeah, it's all very very obvious. Yeah, Uh, yeah. I hope I hope Google wins. Like with Apple. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I just. I mean, I, I just find Epic's position to be like laughable on its face to say you have a monopoly. It's like, well, then you make your own phone, you know. You want to take on Valve with the, with the Epic Game Store, like, hey, make your own Epic phone, and then we only have one game on it, Fortnite.
1: <laughs> yep, like watch uh, people get tired of that eventually. Yeah, well, I mean, they've been doing okay since so not being on on Apple, but you you have to think it's it's hurting them in a way uh, as well, and if Google.
0: But that, that's, that's kind of the same thing as like the FIFA EA thing. Like, yeah, uh, Epic needs Apple. Apple does not need Epic. <laughs> uh,
1: definitely not. <laughs> you know, Apple is doing just fine. Yeah. Uh, the way they are. Um, They are thinking about making a Fortnite movie, though. Uh, no, I I guess you could pretty much make that about anything.
0: Well, what it would uh, be. Did you, did you ever see Ready Player One?
1: Well, yeah, of course.
0: It just be that like, that last twenty minute battle with all like the properties fighting each other, yeah. uh, for two hours.
1: I read both those books, but and saw the movie. Saw the movie like twice. Actually, said so I watched it once uh, with an eye. I mean, you know, as much as cool as that ending part was, the rest of the movie was
0: fine. Uh, I, see, I haven't read the yeah. books. I do like the movie, but I view the yeah. movie as basically like a modern version of the Wizard of Oz.
1: Yeah, I guess I can see.
0: Like you have to get like basically collecting the keys is basically akin to like collecting the
2: yeah
0: you know line Tin Man and uh, Scarecrow and then you have to face off against the evil witch and having Nolan Sorrento. <laughs> <laughs> but I know the movie is like very simplified compared to the book. So well, yeah, definitely
1: they, they couldn't all the stuff that in the book it would take way too long. Yeah. Um And thank God they didn't try to make it into some kind of like trilogy or whatever. Don't need that. I mean, I, I they are gonna eventually make the second book into a movie. It's so they already have, he already has the rights for it. But I, do it I don't think so <laughs> yeah, but yeah no. I think once it was enough for him uh to do it there I we're really uh getting like short on on time at this point here. Is there something that um you really wanna?
0: Uh, I think it's interesting about GTA is going to have better, the collection will have better controls.
1: I mean, I would hope so.
0: Well, but, I guess here's the weird thing is, like, they say it's going to be, like, the Definitive Edition. But, like, they re-released San Andreas on the 360, I think. Mm-hmm. And that well, was then the they mo- released
1: all three of them on Maybe. Uh, PlayStation. They were all part of that PS2 remaster on PS4.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, I know the 361 in particular. That was like the mobile port of San Andreas, right? And like, it technically looked better than the original version, but it looked kind of fake, also. Like, not it was better technically, but it didn't look right. And then they also removed a bunch of music from it.
1: <laughs> well, that
0: yeah. So that's expected. I suspected. I I'm, well, that's what I'm curious about in this one is how will the music work? And I, it's funny because I actually don't care about the music in those games personally. Like, I always just listen to the but, talk station. Uh, but I'm, I'm curious how it's going to, how it's going to be handled.
1: (laughs) I mean, that was all about, I I was all about that on for Vice City. It'd be a little bit upsetting if you don't.
0: I think it's interesting because these things are supposed to be out within like two months. I think they said this year, right?
1: Right. Yes. The the idea was
0: for them to come out this year. Yo, it's October, like mid-October, you know, like you think they'd show off a trailer or something.
1: Oh, maybe they, that's just people speculating. Maybe they don't, um. They don't care if they don't come out. I
2: mean, it is Rockstar.
1: They, you know, they don't rush stuff, and they're they're fine with just having Grand Theft Auto, uh, you know, Grand Theft Auto Five online when things. Yeah, they are.
2: They are totally fine with that.
0: I did. I did see also the funny thing about like, oh, if you pre-order the game on PC, you get a ten dollar coupon for the Rockstar Game Launcher for like your next purchase. And I'm thinking, what of the other two games Rockstar Rockstar has? Yeah, it's like of the other three games, like. GTA 5, Red Dead 2, and, like, Bully, maybe. That's about
2: it.
1: I mean, I love the fact that they keep forgetting that there's other Grand Theft Auto games that came out for, you know, those three. Yeah. You could technically, like, remaster those as well.
0: Yeah, they're not as
1: modernized, but...
0: I mean, they're basically upscaling for GTA 3 and Vice City and San Andreas, but to, like, modernize GTA 1, 2, or London 1969... Forget it. Like, they're just making whole new games at that point.
1: (laughs) Oh, no, I'm not saying, like, I would just say, like, bring them over like that. Yeah. Be cool to have them.
0: But those Uh, games aren't talked about anymore.
1: (laughs) I know that's true. Uh, My uh, last thing, of course, is the fact that Microsoft delivered on their promise here of the Xbox mini fridge It is a thing, Mark, and you can buy it, and it's actually not this, like, overpriced. I thought they would charge, like, $150, $200 hundred and fifty two hundred dollars for it and it's actually a hundred bucks, which that's actually cheaper than some other ones that you'll find in a store. Um uh, I mean, I think it's cool. Like and the fact that they made the thing where it like lights up too, I mean cool that they did this. Uh here's a, good on Microsoft.
2: Yeah,
0: here's the problem is when the thing red rings is gonna make your food hot.
1: That'd be great if they had that in there. Where like it would turn red if it
0: it's it, it breaks, working. yeah, when it inevitably breaks.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, so I wonder if it will be a hot item for this holiday season for Microsoft. I'm sure that like the initial ones will sell out. I really yeah, want that, but we'll see if they end up languishing on store shelves
2: or whatnot. Okay. if I, yeah,
1: if I lived in a, if I still had my, if I still lived in a college dorm or whatever, I would definitely have
2: like that. I like I mean, you. Know,
0: it doesn't have a uh, freezer, so it kind of defeats the purpose for me, at least.
1: Yeah, I, I mean that's also why they were able to make it a little bit cheaper as well.
0: Yeah, it can hold like eight so, cans. That's about it.
1: Well, they did say it is a mini frizz
2: To be fair, yeah. So,
1: but all right, uh, doing our thing. How we usually end the show here, looking at the games that are coming out in the week uh, that while you know we do our next show here. And I already mentioned one of them, which is Echo Generation coming to Game Pass as well, along with PC. Um, so you can, uh, check that out as well. That, uh, collection of Saga, Final Fantasy Legend comes to PC. So that's, uh, coming as well. The, uh, Kathy Rain Director's Cut comes to other consoles, uh, aside from PS4 or, you know, the PS4 and, and Xbox. So now it's coming to mobile, PC and Switch. And Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy is coming. I know Mark is not necessarily Can't excited about it. it but by the, time, soon. <laughs> by the time we get to the next episode, it will be out that morning. And people will be able to play it. So I really hope it's good. I want that game to be good. Um I'm going back and forth about whether I want to make that purchase. But just oh. from all the trailers and everything, I keep...
0: Don't worry. It'll be on Game Pass within two months.
1: That's also why I'm a little bit hesitant, but I do want to play it if we're to the end here, cause I feel like it's going to be a, like, control thing. It'll happen, like, once you get to, like, January, February, it'll be on there. And by then, you're already past the game of the year conversation. Um, and well, also Age of, of Empires.
0: Whenever Four other site coming. gives it a 6.5 or whatever out of 10, you can kind of take their lead on that one. <laughs>
1: so what, so, I mean, yes, it's very possible that it could be a 6.5 kind of game six, six or seven or whatever. It's like, so what if it winds up being a great game, Mark? Are you going to...
0: What? It's a great game that every review site that I would trust gives it a 6? That, that doesn't typically okay, but, happen. Okay,
1: but what if it's not, though? Like, what if it they give it, like, an 8?
0: If it's uh-huh. if somehow... Like, it's like, like Deathloop is a good example. Like, that I was very negative on that game, and it's apparently really good. Yeah. But I, I just think I'll play it until it goes down way down in price. Because right. I don't care that much, personally. And I, I just don't believe that they have the capacity to make the type of game, especially with the, sh- with the stuff they've shown. Fair like, enough. Spider-Man I, 2, I believe. Guardians of the Galaxy, no. Or, like, Wolverine, I, mean, I believe. I not
1: you think that, like, the attacks would be sort of like that boost thing in Tails, where you're pressing a button to get them to do their whatever attack it is?
0: I mean, yeah, but the, yeah. the difference is, like, the entails that they prove that you can play different characters, and that's when you can't.
1: <laughs> right, well, that's true. You can pick whatever character you use. That mm-hmm. helped a lot. Yeah. Even though I, I tended to stick to one character, you do have so the option
2: to pick. You know? Yeah, so did I.
1: And maybe that's what it was. I mean, but, at least, you know, it'd be nice to have the option to play as Drax or
0: Rocket or what, exactly. ch- whatever. You're yeah. stuck
1: as... It'd be like if they made you be stuck as Alpha and control
2: the other characters attacks. That's that's how I so, play pretty
0: much. Yeah,
1: I did that as runwell and then I would just hit those attacks whenever they'd come up, depending on the situation. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean so those are what's what's coming out for the next time we do a show. Not a whole lot, but you do have guardians there, uh, a few things on the twenty eighth, but we'll already have a show by then. So if you enjoyed what you heard here, folks, you know what you can do. You can go hit subscribe. You can ring that bell. If you watch on YouTube, you can go follow on Twitch, uh, do whatever you like. You can go follow us on, on Twitter uh, at humanity at WTM, Sean at
2: WTM network.
1: And of course, we are available wherever there are podcasts. Uh, we're on last word on gaming on WTMnet.com. Go check out, uh, those sites for more of what we do and go check out our other shows. If you subscribe to WTM network, you get the soccer show that I do with Eric um, on basically coming out on, on Mondays and also, you know, all the Mark Radless stuff. They just reviewed the no time to die, uh James Bond movie. And if you, and many other things that they have interviewed, they've reviewed all the other James Bond movies. So, you know, if you are a James Bond fanatic, we've got you covered uh, there. And of course uh, the football, the NFL football show uh, is out there as well and more wrestling, anything uh, a lot of things under the sun. No one banner. here.
2: Cool for you to check out. So until uh, next week, everyone, we will see you later.